Section 41 of China, Japan, and the Islands of the Pacific. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Thomas Peter. The World Story, Volume 1. China, Japan, and the Islands of the Pacific. Edited by Ava March Tappan. Section 41. The Polos Teach the Khan How to Capture a City by Marco Polo Now you must know that the city, Sayanfu, held out against the great Khan for three years after the rest of Manzi, southern China, had surrendered. The great Khan's troops made incessant attempts to take it, but they could not succeed because of the great and deep waters that were round about it, so that they could approach from one side only, which was the north. And I tell you they never would have taken it, but for a circumstance that I am going to relate. You must know that when the great Khan's host had lain three years before the city without being able to take it, they were greatly chafed thereat. Then Mr. Niccolo Polo and Mr. Maffio and Mr. Marco said, We could find you a way of forcing the city to surrender speedily. Whereupon those of the army replied that they would be right glad to know how that should be. All this talk took place in the presence of the great Khan, for messengers had been dispatched from the camp to tell him that there was no taking the city by blockade, for it continually received supplies of victuals from those sides which they were unable to invest, and the great Khan had sent back word that take it they must, and find a way how. Then spoke up the two brothers, and Mr. Marco the son, and said, Great Prince, we have with us among our followers men who are able to construct mangonels which shall cast such great stones that the garrison will never be able to stand them but will surrender incontinently as soon as the mangonels or trebuchets shall have shot into the town the khan bade them with all his heart have such mangonels made as speedily as possible now mr niccolo and his brother and his son immediately caused timber to be brought as much as they desired and fit for the work in hand and they had two men among their followers, a German and an Astorian Christian, who were masters of that business, and these they directed to construct two or three mangonels capable of casting stones of three hundred pounds weight. Accordingly they made three fine mangonels, each of which cast stones of three hundred pounds weight and more, and when they were complete and ready for use, the Emperor and the others were greatly pleased to see them, and caused several stones to be shot in their presence whereat they marvelled greatly, and greatly praised the work. And the Khan ordered that the engine should be carried to his army, which was at the leaguer of Sanfu. And when the engines were gotten to the camp, they were forthwith set up, to the great admiration of the Tartars. And what shall I tell you? When the engines were set up and put in gear, a stone was shot from each of them into the town. These took effect among the buildings, crashing and smashing through everything with huge din and commotion. And when the townspeople witnessed this new and strange visitation, they were so astonished and dismayed that they knew not what to do or say. They took counsel together, but no counsel could be suggested how to escape from these engines, for the things seemed to them to be done by sorcery. They declared that they were all dead men if they yielded not 
so they determined to surrender on such conditions as they could get. Wherefore they straightway sent word to the commander of the army that they were ready to surrender on the same terms as the other cities of the province had done, and to become the subjects of the great Khan, and to this the captain of the host consented. So the men of the city surrendered, and were received to terms, and this all came about through the exertions of Mr. Niccolo and Mr. Maffio and Mr. Marco, and it was no small matter, for this city and province is one of the best that the great Khan possesses, and brings him in great revenues. End of section 41 This recording is in the public domain.